1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
0: Believe. This is Jeff Fidoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Podcast Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Chiefs Offensive lineman Joe Valero and I discuss the state of the Chiefs as we approach midseason here. We'll talk a little Jets, Panthers, but this is a little bit of the lull in the Chiefs' schedule, Joe. Uh, you know they, they defeated the winless Jets. They have a Panthers team that they should be able to handle, and then the bye week. So we'll get into those, but uh, also discuss just the kind of larger state of the NFL and the Chiefs. But first, Joe, uh, the Jets game kind of played out like we thought. Like, you know, the Jets hung in there in the first half. They um, really – their biggest problem was they couldn't – they couldn't – they would get in the red zone or get close and they, they couldn't score touchdowns. And you can't do that to the Chiefs. And then it just – in the second half, uh, it kind of broke open and, and the Chiefs got some backups in and kind of cruised away. Your, your thoughts, though, on, on, on that game?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I took a Twitter poll um, the other day and it was like, do you think the Jets are going to win a game first or the Steelers going to lose a game first? Mm-hmm. You know, that's how, I think that's how bad the Jets are. Um, and I hate to say it, you know, you hate to say that about another NFL team. There's always going to be a team like the Jets, right? It can't, every year, everyone can't have an even 500 record. There's always going to be some really good teams who have the right chemistry and there's going to be some teams who are just trying to put the pieces together. And I think the jets are one of those teams. Um, I do think um, personally, i personally, th- I think the, I think the jets will win a game before the Steelers lose a game. I think cause they're going to win. They're going to win one, right. They're going to, the ball is going to bounce the right way. I mean, there's been very, very few teams that have gone uh, without a win and had a winless season. So I, I think the jets, I think they'll win a game or two, but you know, they're going to be definitely in the running for, for the number one overall pick for sure. And mm-hmm. and they just, they just have so much, so much rebuilding to do. Um, they just have, you know, they've, they're, they're in a, they're in a relatively tough division. I think the dolphins and the bills are playing well. I don't see them, you know, winning any games there. And, and I think the game, you're right, Jeff, it turned out exactly what we thought it was going to be. It was going to be one of those 35 to 10 type games that, you know, no one, no one wins in the NFL by 50 points, which, you know, if the chiefs re- like, it's not like college, right. Where, if you if you would have if you take those sa- that same matchup and you extrapolate it into a college matchup you know an alabama versus you know some minor division 1 team that's struggling it, it, they can get into the 70s right the 70 to 4 or 70 to 3 game where you know you only get a field goal out of somebody um it just doesn't happen in the nfl you just don't get enough possessions and you know the teams are all they're all still nfl players right they're all still you know, getting paid to what they do. So, you know, I, I think it was it was exactly what we thought it was going to be. You know, not really a whole lot to comment on a game like that. And, and I'm just – what I say about it is I'm just glad they got a chance to rest some of the key players. That was huge. We're, you know, and I know we were talking before we started recording that I look at it as like a third of a bye week. You know, it's not quite a half a bye week or a full bye week, but it was like a third of a bye week for the Chiefs. Not that I know that Andy Reid never looks past the team. And trust me, when he when he addressed the team, you know, on on Monday or Tuesday before Jets week, I'm sure he said, look, guys, this is an NFL team. This is a game we must win because it's the next game. And, and it's not just because it's the Jets and they're 0-7 coming into that game, now 0-8, obviously. But it's because they're an NFL team and it's our next game and it's a must win. So, you know that Andy – prepped the team and was ready for them to go out and, and have the performance that they had.
0: And to show that they were all in and didn't just throw out their helmets as the, the old Marty line you like to to uh, bring up. Uh, I think the play of the game where their turning point was actually that uh, fake putt, great pass by Tommy Townsend. But mm-hmm. the Jets get a stop there. They have some life and they're kind of in it. Instead, um, the Chiefs score a touchdown uh, shortly thereafter and the, and the game is kind of never gets gets any closer um yeah yeah i mean it was so i i saw that really as the turning point there
1: that's a great point jeff i you know it's you you bring up a great you just sparked a really interesting memory uh of mine from you know play playbook creation and and game plan creation is you you when you're playing a team like the jets the the thing that you know The thing that coaches have to do, right? You have very, especially now today, my gosh, it's so much different than it was when I was playing in the 90s. It's even different now how little practice time you really have. Mm Uh, you know, back in the, in the '80s, '90s, into probably the early 2000s, you know, NFL te- teams were still acting very collegiate and and almost very high school. And the, you know, there was a lot of hard practices and a lot of play running and a lot of repetition. I think the the, the practice schedule for NFL teams has completely flipped on its head, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's it's completely different now. And, and so it's probably even more important to use games like the Jets games to put things out on the field for other teams to have to practice. And, and Marty used to do it all the time. And we would joke about it, you know, when we would put in a trick play or we would put in a play that was a little bit different and a little bit uh, odd because what ends up happening is when those coaches are putting together practice game plans and, and the way it works is, you know, when you're running scout team, for example, and you're going against the Jets. Uh, you know, you're, you're, the Jets defense now, right. And you're pre- prepping to play the chiefs. The coaches put together play cards and they, they put the scout team out there and they say, okay, here's what, you know, here's the formation, here's the play that we have in that the chiefs have in the playbook. And so let's, let's rep against the, you know, this toss sweep and this, this type of pass pattern uh, play by the, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the offense. So they have to draw all these things up and you only get so much reps in practice and you have to rep that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of thing now. Whoever plays the chief, the chief going forward has got to watch all the game film, and they got to go back to the Jets game. The special teams coach of you know whoever the Raiders down the line, he's going to have to put that fake punt in, and they're going to have to rep it, and they're going to have to think about it because you don't want to get caught unawares. And I know this was a, that was a really long diatribe on something. It's a pretty simple point is. You you really you really as a, as a coach have to look at those plays and prep for them. That's why the Chiefs do it. It wasn't to try to beat the Jets into the ground. Like I know the first thing that fans are probably thinking is, oh my God, they're running a fake punt on the sad sack Jets. Like really, <laughs> like is this the time that you want to run that play like against the the Jets? They're zero seven coming into this game. They're, they're terrible. We're, win- we're winning by X amount there's a totally different strategy in why that fake punt was run. And it was run so that every team that has to play the Chiefs now, their special teams coach has got to have that in the back of his mind that at any time they can run a fake punt. And that's why they do it. They don't do it to be, to be bullies no. and to, to you know, try to bully the Jets into a, you know, into a corner. It's really, there is really a, a method behind the madness on a play like that, just to give everybody a little bit of insight.
0: And as if uh, opposing coaches didn't have
1: enough <laughs> to worry about Chiefs. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, the NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Our friends here at Bet Online have all the odds. The Chiefs right now are favored at 10.5 over the Panthers on Sunday. They have great uh, prop bets. Right now, Patrick Mahomes is number two uh, in the MVP odds. Russell Wilson is number one. But from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Joe, I mentioned the uh, Panthers line, and we'll get to that toward. Uh, the end of the show, but th- that is interesting. That Mahomes, people have kind of forgotten. Like, there's been so much talk about the running game, and uh, you know, and Mahomes not maybe throwing for as many yards. He has 21 touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, right now at midseason, I do think um, Russell Wilson is kind of MVP. Just what he's on pace for uh, touchdown wise, he could break the single season record. And I also think there's a little bit of momentum just he's never gotten a um, one MVP vote which is just mm-hmm. criminal he's he's such a great player yeah. so i think there's yeah. but i think it's it's kind of people are forgetting how good a season bohomes is, is having
1: yeah I, jeff i you know most valuable player i think it's a it, there's a there's some misnomer in there there's some misunderstanding of what that title actually means it's not you know you have to remember when you put those three words together most valuable player it means to me at least and i and i hope fans think about this the same way it means if you didn't have that person on that team how much is that team affected to me that's what most valuable player means you know you can look at it as most valuable player to the league you you know that if if you know if if Patrick Mahomes stopped playing football tomorrow because he made the personal choice. How much does the league suffer? That's mm-hmm. like most valuable player to the league. Most valuable player to me, when you're looking at this kind of voting, it, to me it really should be about the team and how and how valuable that player is to the team. Because it's really hard to just quantify most valuable player for the league, right? Because there's, there's 32 teams. It's really hard to, to figure out. But you can look at it by team. And I think right now, I think the sports writers and the people that, that take part in that kind of voting, I think they're right. I think right now, today, Russell Wilson is the most valuable player to his team. Mm-hmm. That if 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 the if the Seahawks lose Russell Wilson, I think they're in a, a little bit of hurt. I really do. I don't think they have the supporting cast to to um, to be able to overcome the loss of Russell Wilson. I think if the Chiefs lost Patrick Mahomes, I think they have other tools. I think they've got the, you know, if they can get somebody who can make the passes to their incredible receiving core, Legion of Zoom, you got the best tight end in the league. You got a running game that now is on attack. You got it. Their defense is improving each week. They're, you know, like, you know, I think they could still win some games. Now, if they lost him for the whole season, mm, I might. I might think differently about that, but I think for a couple of games, especially with the the rest of the schedule that the chiefs have coming up, they, they'd get to the playoffs. If, if, if Patrick, God forbid, got hurt and or couldn't play and they had to, you know, had to wait for him to come back until the playoffs or something like that, if he was on injured reserve. So I think you got to look at that term differently. Um, it doesn't mean best player. Like it's not, it's not, the voting is not most talented. That. Hands down, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a talent. He's a gem, he's a generational player that we're not going to see for another generation. But the term most valuable player has to relate to a lot of different things and there's a lot of components that go into it. I hope I explained that that well enough about how I feel about what a most valuable player should be and why, even though, hey, look, I'm a homer, I'm a nobody's, I'm not no one's gonna be as much of a Patrick Mahomes fans as I fan as I am, but I still think that that people are getting that part of it right.
0: I, and i i totally agree joe if if i had to start a team or win one game or have one player for one season i take patrick mahomes and it it's close like i think russell wilson is he's great and it's really close but totally agree that mahomes is or excuse me russell wilson is more valuable to his team just you mentioned all the tools Mahomes has, and he also has Andy Reid, such a gifted play caller. You take Russell Wilson out of Seattle. while well, their offensive line's not great. Their running game has been banged up. Their defense has really been a problem. <laughs> Russell Wilson is keeping that team afloat and exactly. keeping them in Super Bowl contention, which Joe brings me to my next point, my next question. Where do you see the Chiefs? Do you, do you see them bound for the Super Bowl, and who – do you see as their biggest competition, their biggest threat to get to the Super Bowl in the AFS?
1: Well, let's start with the rest of their schedule. I've seen a lot of prognosticators. I've seen a lot of, you know, uh, information out there on the internet, Twitter, social media, you, you know, everything that's out there, news reports that, you know, they've got one of the weakest schedule remaining schedules, which, you know, all you have to do is look at it, look at the teams, look at their wins, look at their losses, do the whole analysis and, you know, I think most people would agree that they're they've got one of the easier, if not the easiest schedule remaining going forward, at least in the AFC for sure, right? Where where we spend a lot of our time doing our analysis. So yeah, you know, I mean obviously there's they're getting they're gonna win the AFC West. They're gonna get they're gonna get mm-hmm. They're going to hopefully get that that first round by, get that chance to rest. Uh, you know, who knows by then what we'll, we'll see. Could teams be in a bubble? Could they not? We haven't really had a lot of pandemic talk lately because things have been not going, would have been going pretty well. So, you know, getting to the playoffs, not going to be a problem. And and I think it's going to be, it's going to come down to a couple of things like it always does. Health of the team, you know, does everybody stay healthy? Do they continue to click on, on offense with this, this new sort of found running game and the way that it fits into their scheme? And can their defense continue to improve? And I think that, that's going to say a lot. So I think as we watch this team develop, if I were a fan, I would watch a couple of things. I would see how well is – you know how sharp can Patrick Mahomes stay not carrying the entire weight of the team on his shoulders? Uh, how, how healthy can this team stay – uh, that's number two, and then number three is: can they get a little bit better, incrementally better each week on defense? And if they do, I give them just as good a shot as anybody else of of repeating and and, and getting back to the Super Bowl and and winning it. Um, I think coming out of the you know coming out of the AFC, you know who do who would I like to see them play? Um, you know, I, I think I you know of the top teams um, I. I actually, I actually don't mind them matching up against the Steelers. I I think, you know, I think um, I worry about big running games. You know, I worry about the Titans, Um, Mm, you know, I, I, you know, I worry about the Ravens if, you know, even though they beat, you know, even though they're winning those games, you know, I worry about when a team and cold weather, not that Patrick has ever had a problem with cold weather, but you know, you start getting into, to those games um, where you know the run game becomes a little bit more important, you know, I think I'd rather see them match up against a team who doesn't have as strong of a running game as you know, maybe the Ravens or the Titans. I mean, that's that's my opinion. I'd rather see them go against the team as good as the Steelers are playing right now. My opinion is, I think they even though they're you know, seven and oh and coming out of the AFC, I mean, I think the Bills, I'd love to see them play the Bills. Um, you know, I, I think I think they would, uh, Match up really well there. So the Bills are the Steelers. I, you know, I, I, I'd not, I'd like them not to have to play the Ravens or the Titans again.
0: Interesting, Joe, and uh, great points all the way around. Uh, and this year, what's so crucial is with the change in the playoff format, you have three wild cards and just the one team getting the buy. Uh, so really, it really could be crucial uh, to get that extra week to get rest. And I think that's one of the things you look, I think the chiefs are the most talented team. They're the returning, Everybody great uh, from the Super Bowl championship team and great coaching staff, obviously. Another thing that you mentioned was it really, I think, comes down to injuries. And the Chiefs have had some serious ones. Mitchell Schwartz is their best lineman. He has been out. Sammy Watkins is key. But uh, the nice thing is those injuries like Watkins um, was a hamstring. Mr. Score sounds like just back spasm. So, serious injuries, but guys that they should get back. And that, I think, right now is also really important that it it looks nobody really key uh, that they've lost. You mentioned um, the Steelers, who I I think Steelers Chiefs would be such a great match because Mm -hmm. the Steelers defense is really just impressing me. The way they can get to the quarterback. And they also have a lot of great coverage guys Joe Hayden, Mika Fitzpatrick. I think that'd be. A just great epic football game, but you know the Steelers have lost uh, Devin Bush, a great player for the season. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, fortunately, knock on wood here, the Chiefs have have avoided. You know, Le'Jerri Sneed was a serious injury, um, but he was kind of guy that that, that even exceeded his expectations, and ho- they're hoping to to get him back at at um, at at some point. Um, the so you look at the rest of the schedule. Joe, you mentioned how it is pretty favorable. Um, I mean, do you think the do you think the Chiefs? I kind of see the Chiefs losing just one more game. Uh, you know, fourteen to two would still be an incredible season. They do have some tough ones at Tampa, um, at New Orleans, even at Miami is 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 looking better. And then I kind of wonder the Chargers always play them tough, even mm-hmm. though they're not a great team. how How do you see the kind of season? uh, shaking out, uh, you know, record wise.
1: I I think, I think that if I had to rank, I think the chiefs are going to get better as the season goes. Mm -hmm. I see them. I see their odds of, of winning out later, better than I do now. I think, you know, they're going to be coming off of the Panthers. They're going to be coming and it's Raider week. Right. And you know, right now that game is is scheduled for prime time and and the Raiders are still playing pretty well. I mean, they're not, they're not horrible. (laughs) Right. I mean, Uh, it's not you know the AFC West is not quite like the NFC East at this point Um, but I think I think the Buccaneers game is probably the game I could see them not winning going to Tampa I know the weather will be nice uh, should be at least Uh, you know Tom Brady the team down there you know pick up Antonio Brown I think it's you know they're they're coming along I think Bruce Arians and Tom Brady are starting to find a groove Uh, I think the Years could be a team that could sh- surprise the Chiefs, um, but I then think that I think
0: could be a Super Bowl preview show. Like yeah, uh, I, I really it's do.
1: That's a good point, Jeff. It really could be. The NFC is, you know, the NFC is 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 really good. Like I think we we both have said this that the AFC has probably better teams, but the NFC is a better conference this year. I th- I think that's the way I see it. Um, just from a parity perspective, I think the NFC is a little stronger. I think you got a lot of really good teams. Um, but I think the Chiefs and the Steelers are probably two of the best teams, uh, round, well, most well-rounded teams. So, uh, yeah, that could—that's an absolute good point, Jeff. That could be that could be a Super Bowl preview, and that could be one that the Chiefs falter on. But I think as they go down the road, as they get closer, this team knows how to to ratchet it up. Not that you, again, not to be counter to what I said earlier—that every every game is the most important game because it's your next game. You do have to admit that this team does get better the more they play together, mm-hmm. and I think they, they're you know I think they have a better chance of beating the Dolphins, beating the Saints, and then playing the Chargers on the last game of the year, knowing there could be home field advantage at stake, you know, knowing that they want that momentum going into what could be a bye week, you know, if they if they're lucky enough to get that you know that seed, I, I don't see them I don't see them struggling with the Chargers at home at Arrowhead, you know, after the new year. I think I think the Chiefs get better as the season goes. So I see the Buccaneers game as the one that they could lose. They could they could lose. And and like you, I think I see them going, you know, 14 and 2.
0: If they do go 14 and 2, which is my prediction, that would still be the best record in franchise history. So an amazing accomplishment. A lot of thirteen and three years, including uh during your time. Uh also what would make that Tampa game uh, uh super bowl potential super bowl preview is this in tampa where the super bowl is going to be played so kind of a lot of what we'll, we'll be talking a lot about that game as we get uh get that game yeah. as far away but kind of a, and, a cool and, thing there
1: and not to be too not to look too far ahead with the steelers you know obviously let's talk about them right they're yes, 7-0 yeah. i mean i can, you know i'm looking at their schedule too and you know they got to play the Bengals twice. That they could lose one of those. I mean the Bengals aren't. You know their record isn't showing it, but you know they're still an up and coming team that could shock you. You got to play the Browns again, last game of the year. That could be for home field. So they're. I don't know how much how much uh, we're gonna see. You know for fantasy football fans. You know like as far as the end of the season. You know how it always gets like oh man what what do I do now at the end of the season because they're resting my starters. I don't see the AFC getting. I don't think – especially vying for that one bye week, that's going to change everything, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You you you, yeah. you raised the issue. That's huge. So I don't see – I don't see teams getting a chance to rest as much as they would have if there were still two byes because, you know, this could be that year where everybody has to play up until that last second.
0: I And I, I totally agree that the, the Chiefs and the Steelers seem to be the class in the AFC. I think they're a little tougher – matchup that you do i you know i i still would take the chiefs i think they're the better team assuming both teams are in the same uh status health wise but you know the steelers they're, they're not a great running team but they do have a really good offensive line a powerful line mm-hmm. that they could uh give the chiefs trouble and that defense has really impressed me but i i think after the chiefs and steelers there's there's a, a kind of a drop down and those that next tier of teams, which would still be a really tough matchup for the Chiefs, but uh, a drop down. You mentioned the Titans and Ravens would be tough. Uh, the Colts defense is really impressive, and their offensive line is is also really good. The Ravens are a team I want to talk about a little bit, too, that I think that they are a threat to the Chiefs. Love the Ngokwe, uh trade. Mm-hmm. They now have, with him and Clay Campbell, they now have a pass stretch, which was one of their biggest weaknesses and really showed in the the Chiefs a win on Monday night football against them. They couldn't get any pressure on the homes. Um, but Lamar Jackson seems to have regressed just a little bit and the, the passing game is out of sorts. What I like about the Chiefs is they can win in so many different ways. Yeah. Mahomes have an off game, they've shown they can run the ball, even their special teams with fake punts and Byron Pringle taking back uh, scores. The Ravens I'm not sure if, if they get behind, I'm not sure that they that they can win. So I think that, that, that makes
1: them kind of beatable in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Jeff, I, I, I agree. It's going to be, it's, you know, Listen, I think, you know, maybe, maybe I'm going to change my tune. I said, I said injuries is number two. You know, I, in this day and age with the salary cap and the way depth charts are being molded around, you know, the amount of money that teams have to spend and how much they have to spend on their key players, it really it, – I'm, I'm going to change my tune mid-pod here and say, I think injuries are probably the number one yeah, factor right. for this team. You know, staying healthy. They can stay healthy. It's, it, that's, that's like the key to every team right now. And the other thing, the
0: Chiefs, you know, COVID is is still out there, probably getting worse. Um, they've been pretty fortunate. Anthony Sherman has missed games, and while well, he's a, a good blocker, great special teamer, he he's a guy that they you know could lose. They actually it was kind of cool used Kelsey on more kind of fullback roles when he was out. So that's another factor too. You never know if a hey look at look at what the uh, Packers are going through this weekend with uh, or excuse me on Thursday with. The running backs out, and Andy Dalton is likely not going to play. That's another factor. You never know if the Chiefs there's a there's a game uh, where look, knock on wood, let's hope this doesn't happen. That but you know a guy could have to miss a significant player could have with. Yeah. So I agree, injuries, health that
1: that seems to be the uh, biggest factor uh, going forward. Definitely.
0: Well, let's let's wrap up here by talking a little bit about the Panthers again. Ten a half point uh, line here. Our friends on. Uh, Bet online, that's the line they've given us. Uh, Joe, I, I see this as a pretty comfortable, I'm pretty confident the Chiefs win. I think by about that line, I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I do think the Panthers have some weapons. Christian McCaffrey, I could give the who should be back, could give them a lot of issues. He's the type of running back who can catch the ball on the edges, the flat, and also a great runner in the tack between the tackles. Mike Abbas has played well and a couple good receivers. With Robbie answers and DJ Moore, so I I do think they could present some problems. They'll score some points because of that, but uh, the Chiefs prevail fairly comfortably, breaking it open in the second half as they did with the Jets. Joe, how do you see this contest?
1: Yeah, I you know I'm I'm more comfortable with a line like this than I was with the Jets line, as far as if you're looking at it from a from a betting perspective, right? right? I think I think these are there's a more in line you know NFL type you know where you got a premier team playing a middle of the road team. Uh, even maybe even if you consider based on the panthers record a, a bottom third team um i you know I, I think the line is much more easy to kind of say, all right yeah I, you know, I think the chiefs cover this one, I think they win by two touchdowns, you know, I think you're right, if McCaffrey comes out and they can use him to control the ball and use him out of the backfield, not just in the running game, but they can throw him the ball and get him some dumps uh you know it, he could he could be a game changer you know i you know. I'm going to give Teddy Bridgewater a little more credit. I think, you know, when you look at his stats and you look at what he's doing right now um, he's played, you know, he's played more games or he will after this game than he has uh, you know, since 2015 when he started, you know, when he was the starter for Minnesota, Uh, he started nine games for new Orleans last year. He'll have started nine games for the Panthers after this game. Um, So he'll meet his starts for last year. And I don't know, you know, assuming he doesn't get hurt, we'll finish out the year as the full-time starter for all 16 games. He's he's you know he's got he's he's improved each year with his passing uh, percentages, his completion percentages. He's he's uh, you know he's at about 71, 72 percent uh, where he's been in the mid to low to 60s to to mid 60s um, in the past. So I think I think he's doing some things um, in 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 the game. He's 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 limiting you know. The picks he's, you know, that he had early in his career. I know he struggled with picks. Uh, you know, I think he's playing okay. I mean, he's 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 still. I think he's a definite, you know, full time starter for 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 years to come. And um, you know, maybe that's something that the Panthers are going to look to build on now that you know they don't have Cam. So I, so I think it's going to be a two touchdown game. I think I don't think it's going to. I don't think the Chiefs are going to score thirty five like they did against the Jets. I think it's going to be more of a a twenty eight to fourteen type game. Uh, maybe even you know maybe even uh, you know 28 to 10 or something like that uh, where you know the the, the Panthers are going to score they're not going to shut them out and uh, I think you know but I think they win the game ball control the Chiefs do controlling the ball and and you know they they win by two scores.
0: That's kind of how I see it too. Uh, a name to remember for Chiefs fans as you watch this game an exciting young player safety Jeremy Chin fun to watch uh, he's going to be around the ball a lot so check him out Uh, and you know one last thing to to kind of how the Chiefs and their season looks is is we talk a lot about the running game and that's why you said that Titans and the the Ravens are 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 potential threats or difficult matchups I should say um I I really think you have to have the the best of both worlds you have to look at Chiefs have not been good against the run all year that's kind of been a problem for several years but you have to that, that Raiders win while the Raiders were able to defeat them, they not only control the line of scrimmage, ran the ball well, but they could take deep shots. So I think it's a rare it's a rare team you kind of have to be able to do both with there's not a lot of teams like that. you know the Titans kind of can do that a little bit. I'm not sure the Ravens can do that yet, but um, that, that's kind of what I, I look for a team that can really control the ball, win the line of scrimmage, expose that Chiefs run defense and also uh, the the Chiefs corners have played pretty well but they're a little thin back there so I think that's kind of if you're looking for uh, a playbook of how to beat the Chiefs that's why I look at it and obviously it's it's a hard thing to come by that's a very difficult team to, to beat but do you yeah, kind of see yeah. that as the playbook to beat the Chiefs
1: yeah, definitely, Jeff. Absolutely. I mean, um, it's, it's, and that playbook is getting smaller, and smaller. Yeah, Right. Right. you know, I mean, I just was thinking about, I think we've been, I think you and I have been, Kimber, gives ourselves a little pat on the back here. I think we've been relatively accurate what, with how we thought Le'Veon Bell was going to be used. I mean, right. I mean, he's, he's got 34 snaps already. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's averaging almost four yards a carry at this point. Uh, they're using him out of the backfield. Um, you know, he's got six reception. I mean, I, you know, it's it, that thing that's working out for them. Yeah. And so, I think he, you know, he alone, besides Patrick's Skills, besides the way that Clyde edwards alaire has played, besides the Legion of Zoom, besides Travis Kelsey on offense, you know, what he does and the dimension that he brings, that that playbook for being Chiefs is getting smaller and smaller <laughs> by the day. And and that's why I think teams are going to have to really rely on you know injury you know somebody with the Chiefs getting hurt or trying to expose an offensive line that you know they're going to try to put you know into tumult right which I think you know without Mitchell Schwartz that does add some some but Remmers what a pickup right I mean mm-hmm. gosh they, the Chiefs did did everything right on the offensive line between Daniel Kilgore. And, and now with Mike Remmers, you know, filling in, uh, being an unbelievable utility player, Jeff, you called that one. I'm going to give you that one. Uh, I know you always, uh, you know, you always like, Joe, I agree with you. I'm going to agree with you on that one, Blood. you, you nailed it. You nailed, uh, Patrick Remmers. I mean, I mean, uh, Mike Remmers, um, you know, you.
0: I saw you, a little of that Valerio versatility in him. You know, that's what I saw. Look
1: what he's doing. He's he's he can fill in anywhere anywhere on the line. I mean, he's now playing. You know, right tackle. He's playing well. He's grading out well. Um, you know, what a pickup. Um, you know, and then Daniel Kilgore. You know, now a center looks like he's kind of, quote, won that job. I'm using air quotes there. And it looks like Andy and Eric bien are putting their faith in him at center. So they, 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 they've got it going on up front. I mean, you know, knock on wood, you know, get Mitchell Schwartz back, get Remmers back into a, uh, you know, position where, where he can fill in wherever he can. I think this team is, you know, I think this, this like I said, that playbook is getting really small. But I do agree with your assessment of how, how you, you can at least try to beat them.
0: And and thanks for bringing up Le'Veon Bell because again I think the two best AFC te- teams to me look like the Steelers and Chiefs and boy what again what a what a fun matchup it is that that would be the, the Chiefs offense yeah. versus the Steelers defense and then you add a Le'Veon Bell against his yeah. former team boy yeah. that would be fun Joe
1: much more exciting than the Jets playing Le'Veon <laughs> because that that was like a that was a top gap for for Le'Veon I think the Steelers game would be a true homecoming for him and and would raise a lot of bulletin board material for sure.
0: Would that be fun? Well, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminaire, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next week.